went to Home Depot trying to get my uh, herb garden back. And I got up here and all they had was basil. So my basil is not doing well. Like none of our herbs are doing. Only thing that's doing well is lemon balm. But the mint this year is not doing that hot. The cilantro burnt out. And my Try basil. That. Remember my that. My basil is flowering. So I need, I cut it off. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure you cut it off. I cut it off because of you. <laughs> oh, mine, look here. Mine's doing beautiful. Oh, yeah, yours is doing great. And mine's in a pot like that, and it's it's on the struggle bus. Well, uh, the, uh, remember that with herbs and stuff, they're partial So you got to put them in a place where, yeah, you got to put them in a place where they only get sun half the day. I moved them. So yep. we're going to see. And I put my sunshade up, too, because I realized last year I had my sunshade up all the time, but I took it down because when it rains, it gets heavy and starts to sink, and I didn't want my support poles to break. So this year, I just didn't put it up at all. But I think that's why my herbs did great last year is because they were under that shade. Yep. That's exactly so what I did. Great. Most herbs are parcel sun. At one point in Atlanta, it was like raining every day. Um, so I was like, let me bring it inside. But, you know, I really don't know how to do that. So we'll see. <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but I'm on 35%. So you can get robbed in here. Nigga, y'all the one talking about plants. You talking about get rocking. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I'm, you, I'm wait, you got birds chirping in the background with your cigarette break. We waiting on you. Oh. I'm, I've been here. Don't don't thirty five percent us, okay? I've been I've been here. We've been waiting on you seventy times seven. No, I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> y'all ready? Y'all ready? Boom yep. shaka lock. Shout out to whoever that artist is. That's a little, I like that little theme song. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Worst Ones podcast. We are Preacher's Kids. Um, my name is Rudy Wilson. I'm a PK. Kelly Lee is in the building. She's a PK. Terry Weeds is in the building. He's a PK. And Janessa Rowland is in the building. She is a PK. Um, Kelly, how was your trip to Jamaica? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it seriously. <laughs> why do we even bother with the? Why do we do quick change if we just acknowledge right away? Kelly, how was your trip to Jamaica? <laughs> I don't know. It was amazing. Had a great time. Did you, did you smoke a lot of weed? I don't smoke. Um, is Jamaica big for smoking? Oh my gosh. Yes, girl. That's, that's the that's the mother. Okay, she, she, <laughs> she knows that. <laughs> She's just playing dumb. No, she didn't. Mm -hmm. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I'll give you a real update <laughs> into it. <laughs> hey, it's not a sin because it's not against the laws of man. So not in Jamaica, then at least. But now I just go for Jamaica for the fun because I don't I don't smoke. Get some hot pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell some good church chicken. We'll be going to Scotty's, Scotchies. All, all jokes aside, 
uh, I need you to try the KFC while you're there because apparently I heard it's good. Like I don't, I, I know somebody from Jamaica, and and when I and my dad was just in Jamaica not too long ago, and I was telling her that he was in Jamaica, they, she was like, "Tell your daddy to get the KFC," and I'm mm. like, "My dad ain't gonna want no KFC." She was like, "No, I'm telling you, it's different in Jamaican than it is here." So okay, please, please just give us the update. I don't know what the difference is, but apparently KFC. KFC is fine. I, KFC. I totally right. right. <laughs> I don't need any KFC. I've heard that too. It's real good. All right, let me let me I take the chat. I totally buy that because the McDonald's in Europe is far superior to what we have here. Yeah. But- yeah. My friend just came back from London. Uh, she mm-hmm. FaceTimed me when she ordered her uh, McDonald's. She was like, the lettuce is crisp and everything. I mm-hmm. said, oh. do, you, do you know why that is? A, it's for two reasons. One, they have uh, stricter food laws on what yes. they can sell. So, mm-hmm. it, it, so for instance, uh, the McDonald's French fries here have 17 ingredients. There they have four. So, uh, and then also it's not considered uh, lowbrow to work at a McDonald's. It's just considered a normal job and they make reasonable money. Mm-hmm. So like when you go, when I went there, like the manager came around to each table, like, is everything going all right? And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, yeah. And wearing a tie and yeah, like, it's not, it's not considered in America. They don't even speak to you when you walk in. Yeah. You just got to start ordering. <laughs> That's they don't they don't look down on it. They don't yeah. look down on it there. Yeah, so. my friend she uh, showed me a Fanta like the soda. I was just about mm-hmm. to say that. I was and just it I was like about to say orange that. juice because they yeah. don't have the same like coloring and chemicals. She said it tastes relatively the same, but it doesn't look like you know our sodas at all. Mm-hmm. And the Krispy Kreme she went there too. And I was like, what does it taste like? She was like. A tad bit healthier. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that and they've got different. Like, if you ever see Orangina, it, they sometimes you can find it in the grocery store here. Orangina, it's amazing. It's basically like a soda, but with real orange juice in it. You just mentioned the Fanta, so mm-hmm. made me think about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot better for you, and it tastes ah, chef's kiss on that one. Love Orangina. Yeah, when I was uh, I was I was just about to say something about the Fanta because. To your point, my uh, one of my homeboys work at a smoke shop in Miami, but the uh, they they sell that type of stuff. So like the the Fanta and stuff was I don't know which country, but it was definitely like Asian writing on it. They Skittles had Asian right, and I was like, why y'all buying reg you know regular stuff? But and he was like, the ingredients and stuff are healthier, better, and yada yada yada. So they still sell candy and soda all that, but they they actually got buy it from well how, I, how how they I guess consuming over there. Well, uh, a lot of countries ban uh, corn syrup and food, so mm-hmm. they have they have to s- still use like real sugar. In fact, I used to do a joke in my act uh, where I said like, "If America's so great and Mexico's so crappy, then why is their Coca Cola better than ours?" You know, right? Because we got to import our own Coke back here, and then that you know it's twice the price. But have you ever tried a Mexican Coke? Skittles and everything. No, I have not. Uh-uh. Mexican Coke is great. It comes in a glass bottle. It's got that big white label on it for the customs thing. So I didn't have have it directly from Mexico, but I did mm-hmm. go to a restaurant that sold Mexican like Coke products. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I was like, well, what's the difference? But it definitely does taste different. It's just mm-hmm. it tastes more rich. And in- it's because it's real sugar as opposed to corn syrup. Mm-hmm. It was good. And if you want to go even further than that, when I was in New York, we went to this little uh, 
It was like a little coffee, like cafe kind of diner thing. And they still make their Coke the original way, which is where they put the syrup in the glass and then they add the carbonated uh, water to it right there and stir it up right in front of you. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Shout out to the people still doing it the right way. Um, mm -hmm. To the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, definitely give us that update on the KFC, Kelly. I'm, 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 very, I'm very curious to see what is so special <laughs> about it. Okay. Um, Jeriana, what's popping? I'm good. I'm good. Same old, same old. The garden's doing well. Um, have about like made on a roll. Made on a roll. That's <laughs> another thing. I'm glad you remember. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, that 4.0. I made hey. hundreds on all my yeah. assignments. It's a hey. humble brag, but hey. y'all really knew all the stuff that I juggle and and try to do school. Mm -hmm. I would say like the first year and a half, I was just like, oh, it's not that bad, but this last year, trying to juggle work, school, mm -hmm. podcast, everything else I do, it's definitely stretched me. And so for me to still have my 4.0 to still make um, hundreds on all my assignments this year was a really big deal. Hey, so, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Dean's List. Thank you. Yes, Dean's List. My dad yes. actually asked me. He was like, do they do any honor societies or like summa cum laude? I was like, they don't, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But we can, you know, we can just get me a little stole. Is that a, a stash or whatever? Right. Just make you yeah, up we, one. We could just, you know, do a little at the house graduation. Um, I've never really been. I've stuff. never really been an honor student, so I don't know what that's called. But I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated with the regular cap and gown. <laughs> Listen, when I graduate next I December, see. I might come on the podcast fully dressed. No, do so, do so, in absolutely. Oh, that I get from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, that's what's. I mean, even even it's one thing to make a four point It's another thing to get a hundred on everything. I mean, a hundred. That's that's phenomenal. That's yeah. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, if there ain't a dean's list, they need to make one and put you on it. <laughs> Look, I agree. I agree. Here, right. I was going to show you guys real quick if you can see. I see, the, I see the word grades. Me too. A oh, okay. That's a, that's a thousand out of hey, a thousand. Yeah, a like thousand that. over a thousand. Yeah. Wow. Perfect no, you can't score. See it. Yeah, I can see it. No, we can see it. We can see it. That's awesome. Mm. Oh, look, she done froze with her grades up there. Hey, man. <laughs> she should. God done gave her an extra shout out. I know. Hey, man, I'm right. I mean, that is a that is a shot right there. She was <laughs> is she back? Janessa, you back? Y'all disappeared. I was texting you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you had you had froze with your, you froze, Yeah, you froze with your grades up. You still skipping. I think it's your Wi-Fi. So <laughs> another storm coming. Oh, yeah, she said y'all disappeared. <laughs> It is no. some more rain coming today, isn't it? I don't know if it's um, a storm. I don't think I don't think it's going to be widespread. But could, could no, you no. see what I was showing you? Yeah, it, it froze yeah, it while you were showing uh -huh. it. Yeah, we seen oh. it for a long, for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see y'all disappeared. I was like, wait, wait a second. Nah, you good? Yeah, no, that's very, that's what's up, man. I'm very, very happy for you. Very, very happy. It is about to rain. Um, I need to go take the sunshade down. Y'all go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Terry Weezy, what's happening? Um. Nothing. Had a great Fourth of July. There you go. Good. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of fireworks. Uh -huh. Oh my god! Everybody enjoyed your cold dishes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That's what's up. Gotcha. Uh, as for myself, 
Um, I'm sure at this point I've had another long uh, church work day on Saturday, um, which 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 is pretty cool. Like it's it's pretty cool to see stuff once it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty laboring to do it, obviously. But after you do it, or even just painting a wall, you know, in a bathroom, kind of just you know, it just makes the bathroom look better. You know, you don't realize how long something has been a certain way until you start moving stuff around, touching stuff up, you know, giving it a little redecoration. And, um, yes, it's in, and it, and it's also teaching me, um, I ain't gonna say patience, but I guess <coughs> bless you, understanding how to, uh, you know, trust the process. Like for me, I'm kind of, a, um, you know, I rather make one trip if you will, like if I'm going to carry bags inside or whatever, or do something like I want to do it all then. I don't want to have to do a little bit, do a little bit, do a little bit until it's all done. But this process is teaching me because we don't have any choice but to do a little bit at a time. Um, it's, 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 I guess it's just teaching me that 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 process of of under of just trusting the process, I guess, really, as opposed to just trying to, you know, do it all at once. And then you end up dropping some or dropping the ball at some or, you know, just missing something or whatever the case may be. So. I do. I am grateful for this process, um, you know, and it's cool to, like I said, you know, put your hands to work uh, in the house of the Lord. Amen. Or what have you. Um, but yeah, so I'm good. Uh, shout out to our producer, Risa. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and uh, and all that you do for us, keeping us on track, getting us back in action. Better um, than ever. Better than ever. <laughs> Yeah, we got our backgrounds together, smoke out the air. Um, so you know eating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so yeah, we uh we appreciate you. All right. So let's get into the topic. I know Janessa just texted the group. Did she? Oh, that was from that was disappeared. y'all disappeared. Oh, okay. All right. So um this is a question that stems from a conversation I had with my pastor father. Um and the, the, the question itself is, is it okay to sell at church? Um, this conversation stemmed from, um, I was discussing with him an experience I had a while ago, not too long after I had got out of college where, uh, I was, it was after service. I was still inside of the sanctuary that, of the church I was attending at the time in Jacksonville. And I was having a conversation with, I think the, maybe like my homeboy who I had brought and then in the first lady of the church. And so while we were standing there talking, um, a young lady, I believe she was a teenager, she came up with like a school fundraiser and saying like, hey, you guys want to, you know, support the fundraiser, buy something from the fundraiser, whatever. And it was like a book of, you know, different little items, chocolates, candles, whatever, that type of stuff. Uh, and then you could, you know, fill out the paper, so on and so forth. But when she approached us with it, the first lady looked at her and was like, I know you're not about to do that in here, meaning the sanctuary. And she was like, you need to take that out there, pointing to the lobby or the vestibule uh, area. And so that just always stuck with me because I, at that particular time, I I don't know if I didn't realize, I guess, that anybody ever had an issue with that. Because I know, like, growing up in church, I've definitely seen plenty of kids bring fundraisers to church. You know what I'm saying? I probably even brought a fundraiser to church. Um, because for one, I mean, you know, especially when you go to a big enough church, like, you can get you can get your goals met, you know what I'm saying? If you if you got a little fundraiser, um, uh, especially if you were a, a kid that's well known at the church and your parents well known at the church, like, like oh yeah, I help Larnell boy out or whatever the case may be. 
Um, so I had never even just considered anything until that moment. And that, and that always stuck with me. So me and my dad got into this whole conversation about it. And then, of course, it led to the scripture um, in Matthew. I think it's in Matthew and Mark um, where it, it, it talks about how when Jesus entered into the temple when he was in Jerusalem, I believe. Um, the money they were, changers. There were, mo they were money, money changers and, and people selling doves, as they describe it. Um, and, he, and he basically flipped over the tables and the chairs and all that stuff and, and said that this was supposed to be a house of worship, but you've turned into a house of thieves or den of thieves or den of robbers. <laughs> Um, and so my discussion with him was about, well, is it okay to like, is it, is it about something happening in the actual sanctuary or is it, is it about it happening at church altogether? And then even further in that discussion, when he was kind of saying, well, the sanctuary is more sacred and the lobby is kind of more okay. But I'm like, but yeah, but all my life I've seen preachers, you know, sell stuff from the pulpit, whether they were, you know whether it was a book or, or even singers book, you know, a CD or album or a, a sermon or whatever. Like they've been like, yo, you know, I got something in the back after this sermon, even shout out to Noel Jones, no shade to him, but even like Noel Jones, like he'll pass out a couple of tapes and DVDs and stuff to the, to whoever's out there in the audience before, before he starts preaching. Um, and then let you know that it's more of those available, you know, in the back. And so, um, I guess I just wanted to have a discussion about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just being able to, I guess, sell stuff at church in general, or should it be, I guess, or is it supposed to be more off limits? So that's my question. Well, it's better than a Starbucks, and I've seen that in a church before. I've seen uh, coffee shops or coffee cafes in churches, but they were free. Well, um, you can sell coffee and, and specialized coffee and, and Danish or donuts or muffins or whatever. As long as it's going to the church, I think that's fine because that's just fundraising. Um, same thing. If it's for a good cause with the kids and all that and you're raising money for a good cause, that's just like a special offering. And my, you know, you know how like sometimes I do a special offering for a specific thing. How is that any different? Only now you get a candy bar out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I don't know. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jess. No, you go ahead because I I got the scripture. Well, I was just gonna say I don't even. I don't, <laughs> I was just gonna say I don't even know if fundraisers was okay. You know, I know like the church I grew up in is you know, or in Janessa, you grew up here even uh, until obviously you and your dad started his church. But um, like Bishop Morton, we like, we never did no fundraisers at the church. We never had fish fries, and he and he purposely. Like said, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do fish fry. I don't want to sell plates. I don't want to. And I never had the conversation with him before he passed to ask specifically why. But I do remember even just overhearing my mom and Miss Moore, different people talking about how like Bishop was kind of against that. And maybe he was just more relying on the tithe, the tithe and offering principle. Um, yes, Kelly. So <laughs> things like um, events. So mm -hmm. the marriage ministry is doing mm -hmm. something. The youth are going somewhere. Mm -hmm. Was that covered by the church or did you have to pay for it? So it depends on what it was. I know like, so if we ever did like a, um, like an all nighter with the youth, the, the church definitely covered it, but you know, maybe your parents had to give you some spending money or something. But I know even with, um, and Janessa, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe even when we went to like the full gospel conference and stuff, I believe your parents had to pay something to to yeah. to that degree of whether it was the the hotel something. I don't remember exactly what was what, but I don't 
I don't know if the, but I know the church did cover the travel because like we would travel on the bus or whatever like that. But I, I think it was maybe like a, a half and half type of thing. It was like a reduced fare or mm. something like that. And that was really only for if it was like travel because hotels do cost, you know, mm, like right. stuff like that does cost. But I think the goal was to all, to always make things affordable because, mm. you know, everybody can't pay $150 to do something. Mm. And then if you have multiple kids, you know, that can quickly add up to three, four hundred dollars. Mm. So mm. I think the goal was to keep it as affordable as possible, keep it as free as possible. But if it was like a situation where, um, you know, you had to get a hotel room, but even then it was split between four people and mm. then you had to pay a reduced fee after mm. that again, mm. just to keep it low cost. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 you good. But like I said, so so we never. So I, I guess the point I was getting at was I don't even know if fundraisers are okay. Because I and I guess that's what I'm even getting at behind this whole question. Like, is it is it depending on what you're selling and what you're selling it for, or should the house of worship just only be for the house of worship and you keep your entrepreneurial, you know, whatever affairs, out, you know, outside? And this is speaking for somebody who. You know, it's an entrepreneur who has something to sell. And I would love to sell it at church. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't. It just made me kind of think, like, were we going about this the wrong way? Or was, you know, was Jesus flipping tables on those particular people for a different reason or something? I don't know. Yeah, but you ain't doing it for a good cause. <laughs> you know, what you selling ain't going to some charity. It's going to Rudy Wilson. Well, I'm saying the preachers who were selling their DVDs and stuff was going to them. Like they were, they were well, but that's going to their ministry as well, you know. Not all the time, even, especially even like gospel singers who would come, like they they selling they CD, like they they sell they not it's not just so that right. But if they don't if they don't make so money, the, they can't make more music. Do you get what I'm saying? I do get what you're saying. Everybody's got to eat. I just but there's there's plenty of other avenues outside of church to make money and and eat. You know what I'm saying? So that's, not that, if you're a gospel singer. <laughs> yes, it is. Are you serious? You just talked about a concert. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, no. I I understand that, but you're you're talking about as if it's any different inside the sanctuary. You know, to sell CDs in the back as opposed to sell tickets to come see them somewhere else. You're still they're they're still raising money to continue their ministry, whether they're a singer or a pastor. I mean, if you're on that level, why should pastors even get paid to be pastors? Because they got to eat. Yeah, but I guess you know, uh, having a, a a full-time job and and selling something is still two different things. Like you know, what I'm saying it's. But let's let me backtrack, Janessa. Go ahead with your scripture. So, so that so, we can, uh, yeah. So it was the scripture that you were saying. Um, Mark, this one's Mark eleven fifteen through seventeen, and mm -hmm. you are right. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple area and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money exchangers and the benchers of those selling doves, and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the court. And as he taught them, he said, "It is not written." It is not written. My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Oh, is it not written? My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. But you have made it a den of robbers. 
So I did do a little quick, uh, a deeper search and I found some interesting things. So for one, um, the way the temple was set up back then, they had two sections, one for the Jewish people and one for the Gentiles. And because the Jewish, I mean, the Gentiles were not a part of the covenant, they were not allowed to worship in the same area as the Jewish peoples. So, um, so the area that was designated for the Gentiles to pray is what became the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus was upset because it was essentially converting this place that was made for this group of people to praise and worship God into a market. And then furthermore, on top of that, um, they were selling things and being not only just selling things, but they were being dishonest about it. So like they were selling stuff for one price when it really should be another price. Mm. And so now not only are you taking away the Gentiles area of worship on top of that, in a sacred area, you now being dishonest as you're being dishonest as well in your sales. Mm -hmm. And then also it said that this basically made um, the temple become like a Bucky's, like a little pit stop for travel (laughs) versus. And they got to do it on our side. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. They didn't do it on the Jewish side. They got to do it on our side. Mm -hmm. They had, it was like a a shortcut, a place you can just kind of rest, get some things, as you travel along your way. Mm-hmm. And so I think it essentially in this reference, it just, it started off as one thing and it became something else that it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what it is for the Bible. Now in the context of today, um, <clears throat> kind of what we're saying, if you're having a fish fry and it's going to go towards buying a van so you can go feed the homeless, I don't necessarily see anything wrong with that. And even to the extent of fundraisers, like for your school, um, you know, y'all are selling popcorn so you can, I don't know, build a new amphitheater for the arts program. I, you know, mm. I don't know. Mm. It's essentially going to benefit something else. Um, that that part might be tricky. Mm. But, you know, the fundraiser for the school might be a school that doesn't have the same views that the church does. So, right, right. You know, that's a whole different conversation if we want to have it. Um, but I think overall, kind of even to what y'all were saying about the guest singers or guest pastor. It can go either way as well because, yeah, they got to eat. So that's kind of coming to them. But also to Terry's point, you know, they also may be using that money to buy studio time so they can record the next gospel album or, you know, it might go towards a new laptop so they can write the next Christian book, self-help book or whatever. So um, I I think at the end of the day, as with a lot of things when it comes to Christianity, it's like a heart check. Mm-hmm. What are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Right. You got to stop worrying about what they're spending the money on because that's on them. If they're doing, you know, if they're doing something nefarious, whether they're doing some, you know, a bill reprieve with it, that's on them, not on you. You, Your only concern should be where was your mindset and what was your, what was your motive in giving it to them? That's where your responsibility ends. What they do with it 
You're doing so well, Kelly. You're doing so well. (laughs) What they're doing with it is on them. I I feel that. And I I feel that even just logistically, like that makes sense. But I guess because the the Bible, at least maybe I haven't done my due diligence, but I, I didn't see where it specified that these people were selling something you know, for, for something, just say evil or whatever. Like, I don't, what if they was buying something equivalent to studio time back then? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what they were spending it on, but. Well, Jesus. To, to, <laughs> right. But, 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 I, but, I, but even to the, the analogy that Janessa gave, if you said, if, if I, I think even just say maybe even the, the heart check thing, I can see where it fits, where like you, you, if this has become something that it's not supposed to be like, I don't mind you selling this stuff or whatever, like because it's not like you just say you were selling something wrong, but it's not supposed to be sold here because this isn't a, you know, we don't really have CD stores no more. But back in the day, this isn't a Fye or you know or Best Buy or or whatever the case may be. Like this is this is the house of worship. Like you you literally come here for this or house of prayer that you come here for this specific thing. And if you do something outside of that even if it's not necessarily for a uh, sinful, if you will, intention, does that necessarily make it right? You know what I'm saying? Like you can, that's just like, we've talked about, um, which is maybe slightly different, but even just, you know, the clothes you wear, we've talked about like, you know, like, yeah, it's okay to wear if you at a brunch or whatever like that, but you may not, you know, wear it to church. For, For whatever reason, there is some level of a line that's drawn when it comes down to, what's what's okay but what's what's also i guess okay at church because we're only here for this specific reason so if you bring you know a, another reason like people have a problem with it there, there's even uh people who've had problems just say throughout churches like when a when a pastor brings a comedian you know to the church like they they feel like you know you ain't supposed to be in here laughing and stuff which you know that's that's a whole nother discussion but i'm saying like there's there's just always been this line of what's supposed to happen at church versus not at church. But, but I guess the only line I've ever really seen with selling stuff is based off of what you're selling, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and what, I guess what the, the mission behind it is. Um, but I, but I, but to me, I don't know, like, it, I guess it just never really specified if those people were in the sanctuary and I just said the temple, I don't know if that, if the temple had a lobby or, you know, whatever the case may be, but they were selling it there. And Jesus was like, nah, this ain't, this ain't the spot for that for what for whatever reason so it just made me think about it as a whole like is it just in the sanctuary or, or you know or is it at church in general and even if it is in the sanctuary does it depend on what you're selling in the sanctuary because that first lady who i first gave the analogy about she didn't care that that girl was selling something for a good cause you know what i'm saying she could have been selling her gospel cd but she was like no you ain't doing that inside the sanctuary you can go out there in the lobby and do that you feel what I'm saying? So I don't I just I just don't I don't know if there's a line, what the line is. Um, uh, is it just based off of you know what my heart intention is, or should I just keep this away from the church altogether? I don't know. Hey y'all, sorry to interrupt, but we have a few church announcements. Follow us on Instagram at the worst ones PK. New content coming soon. We also have a TikTok at the worst ones PK. No content yet, but continue to check us out. 
if you want to no, when you listen to our podcast you can find us on youtube apple podcast spotify google podcast wherever you find your podcast so make sure you type in the worst ones podcast and you'll find us and when you get there make sure you like you comment you subscribe and you share thank you to our 500,422 followers we love you so much now back to the show I feel I kind of all over the place. I mean, I I can see where you say the sanctuary or at least the altar is this holy space. Mm-hmm. It serves this purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're going to say, hey, in this space, these are the these are the things that are appropriate. Um, and that is consistent across all things, then I'm okay with that, that the altar is this space for this purpose. Mm -hmm. If that's what it is Mm 24-7. And if that's the case, to Terry's point, there is a way in which you say that to someone, especially Mm -hmm. a young girl. Mm -hmm. So, and and it isn't, you know, it's a way in which you are, you know, gently saying to her, hey, proud of you for doing this excellent job, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, but if you can do that out in the lobby, you know, that'd be great. Or at the back of the sanctuary or, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, you know, that would be great. There's mm-hmm. like, I, said, I think there's a way to approach it, the way to say it. Um, especially because, right. It's a young girl selling something for school, you know, sports, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I do think that church should be the, a place where they go to get that support. Absolutely. Um, church is big. And we've talked about this before, like church is bigger than just the pastor delivering the word. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a big part of it, but it's also family. It's also community. It's also mm-hmm. fellowship, you know? And so a child should be able to come to the church to, you know, promote their fundraiser for things at school. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a church, I think the church has, um, a responsibility to support community businesses, to support their congregation businesses, to support small businesses, you know, and, and black churches support black businesses, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think that the church has an obligation to do that. All, and, all churches support black businesses. Just all churches okay. church support black businesses. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and, have you ever and, heard of the Westboro Baptist Church? No, they don't. And... Um, you know, and for me, I think it's okay to promote that in church, to promote that from the pulpit, to promote, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that those things are okay when it isn't something that, you know, is intentionally bad, you know? Mm. So of course we're not going to promote, you know, Rudy's Hitman services, you know, from the pulpit. Uh, (laughs) Hitman services? What is that? You know, when they hire you to kill people. Oh, yeah. She went John Wick. Oh, you mean right an actual out. hitman? Oh, gosh. Gotcha. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of crime. Yeah, gotcha. so my time off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, but, you know, so of course you wouldn't promote those things. But hey, you know, right. Rudy has an ice cream stand, or Janessa has a food truck, or Miss Libby has porta potties, or you know, or whatever. Like, I think that there is an obligation from the church, a responsibility from the church to support its community, to support its congregation. Um, so I don't, so that's one point. Mm-hmm. Another point, um, right, I've seen multiple times when pastors, when 
um, singers have come and from the, you know, after they've ministered, they have promoted their CDs, their mm -hmm. tapes, their album, whatever, my father included. Mm -hmm. um, and to Terry's point, um, yes, it may appear to go into their pockets, but it supports the ministry. Mm -hmm. um, and so to me, that's kind of the, the, the biggest thing is mm -hmm. that, you know, when Tasha Cobbs comes and, you know, sings at your church and she brings her albums. And I know she's passed it at this point, but she, right, right, she brings, right. <laughs> but that was the first name I could think of, yeah, um, you know, and she brings her. And, and first of all, we don't even buy CDs no more like we used to, you know, so right. it's really kind of like, a <laughs> because I don't even know what they sell it in the back of the mm -hmm, church. Like, it's right. a book. Like, maybe, maybe I guess it's book because you're not selling CDs no more. Right. Um, you know, but they wrote a book and they sold it in the back and they announced it from the pulpit. I, I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I personally don't see a problem with it. As a church, we have invited this pastor, this minister, this artist, this whoever to come and minister to us. Mm -hmm. Why can't we minister back to them by giving to their ministry? Like, Yay. I can sell my book in the church now. <laughs> to me, if if we have invited you, uh, mm, right. now, you know, from from the pulpit, you know, if we've invited you to come and speak, you know, to come and minister to the people, and then we don't allow, and then we don't allow people to then, you know, there, there to me, ministry is more than speaking on the pulpit. It is in the book. It is in the music. It is in those things. And so I can't support you in that way because there's a cost to it, you know, but I can let you come. And, and even then, because I probably had to pay Terry to come and talk to about the book. So I, we pay the pastors. We pay, it's fine. I feel like this woman with the kid, I feel like she's the same type of woman that will go out to maybe like outside of the parking lot. And there's maybe a guy begging out there. And, and then she runs him off and be like, "You can't beg around here." No, 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 no. no she, not, she, she, she wasn't that way at all. And like, and and the girl, even the girl's response, like, she, this was, this was something that was already established at their church. You feel what I'm mm. saying? So, like, even the way she reacted, like, she was, cause, and maybe I made her sound harsher than she was, but like, they, they said it where I, she knew the the girl. You know what I'm saying? So she was mm. like, like, not Natasha. Now you know better. You know you ain't supposed to be in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, go out, go out there with it. So. She kind of laughed or whatever, and then she went out. She was like, "Okay, I'll just see y'all out there in the lobby." And then so she just, and when we went to the lobby, she just approached us. Then you know what I'm saying? So it was, it wasn't about her selling something at all. It just was like, we don't do this in the sanctuary. Like if this is the sacred, you know, place or whatever like that. But I guess my confusion with that was, well, I'm like, I've seen people sell stuff in the sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? Well, like just so to qualify what I'm her saying, her sanctuary I've or. These no, just in, in a sanctuary oh, okay. in general. Well, just to qualify what I'm saying, I have seen a woman do that. <laughs> like, for sure, no, for run sure. off a homeless guy out of the church parking lot. And I'm like, I think you're missing the point on why you're supposed to be here. You know, right, right, right. right. I'm sure, I'm sure that does happen, but I just don't want to slander this woman's and I, we can even say her name, but just her yeah, character exactly. or whatever. Cause she didn't, she, she's not that type at all. Like I said, and she didn't even, she wasn't even fussing when she said it to the girl. Like, this was almost like, I've had this conversation with you before. Like, come on now, you know you ain't supposed to be doing this in here. You know what I'm saying? Type, type, type of, type of thing. Like, just, just Take go it out. Take it right. To the right. I think, I think that's a happy medium. Is like, if you want, you can go right outside the doors, and when everybody comes out, you can stop and ask right. them right there. I'll even get you a little card table so you can set up like that, like the Girl Scouts outside the grocery stores. You know, right? 
Perfect. I, I, I think that's a nice happy medium church. for everybody. Which, which that's why I'm saying logistically, I get it. Like I like in my mind, I wasn't. I've never seen somebody promote something from the pulpit and think like, oh, they were wrong. I never even really questioned it. You know what I'm saying? It was. It, I never even thought anything about even fundraisers or anything until I seen this moment happen. And so then when I'm mm-hmm. now just comparing it to the the story in the Bible maybe we're not getting when we don't have the full story of how it all played out because of how it's written but there's just no specificity when it came down to jesus saying like hey y'all supposed to be in the lobby or in the vestibule or the or y'all selling this for the wrong reason this for your own pockets it ain't for the you know what i'm saying like none of that was specified it's just yo this is supposed to be a house of prayer you turn it into you know a den of thieves so it just make me think was is it the whole house or is it just Go ahead, that one room. Go so, ahead. Guys. I I don't know what the real answer is to that question. I think one of the big problems that is made clear is that it made it into a den of robbers. So being dishonest with what you're selling. Mm-hmm. And I think that just in general, you know, we're not supposed to be dishonest. We're not supposed to lie in general. So to do it on church grounds is still wrong. So I think that's one point. One of the things that is important And I think the other thing that's important is in this uh, situation, they turned the place of worship into the market so that the people who wanted to worship could not. And so I don't think, you know, at church, if somebody's selling their CD or their book or or whatever, um, even if it's a fundraiser, worship still takes place. Like the fundraiser doesn't take over. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like the sanctuary and we got the Girl Scouts here and the Boy Scouts here and another group here, another group here. And then people trying to come to church and they don't have a seat because they trying to move around the tables because people Mm -hmm. selling stuff. Like, I think that's something that's important, too, is that worship could not go forth because the market took over. Mm -hmm. And so that defeats the whole purpose. Now, mm-hmm. now you place in the market over God, and we're not mm-hmm. supposed to do that either. There's mm-hmm. the, there shouldn't be anything above God. Um, now I will say one thing that I can see as well. You know, most churches you cannot eat and drink in church. Mm-hmm. I know our church got a little sign. Now, water, you know, that's a little different. Except for communion. <laughs> I would say baby, if you have a baby and they have formula, that's different. Communion, mm. that's different. But you coming up in here with your McDonald's, your number mm. one, <laughs> with your sweet tea, like that's not going to happen. Right. Whatever and gets you in the door, I'm fine with. Something I've noticed, like we, um, I think it's every first Monday, we pack lunches, sandwiches, sometimes, you know, hot food, and we deliver them to the homeless. Mm. But, but we don't pack up the food in the sanctuary. Mm. We pack up the food in the fellowship hall or mm. in the kitchen area. Mm. And it's not that we couldn't pack it up in the in the sanctuary, but I guess the way we look at the sanctuary as a sacred place, you know, that's not a place we just come and eat food and drink like that. We just keep it separate. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean you can't uh, provide that service as a church because mm. we're supposed to help the homeless. You know, we're supposed to give back. We're supposed to do it. But everything is not done in the sanctuary and mm. I understand why. so i can kind of see you know i can see multiple perspectives of mm. it i don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with um selling something from the sanctuary especially if it's ministry based mm. um 
But I think as long as that's not the priority, that's not the focus, that's not why we're here. We're here to praise God first and foremost, and then also help with our community. But even that can be tricky. And I know, just real quick, Terry, even that can be tricky. And I know you you have to just gauge it by the heart. So I know that's the ultimate answer. But I think I think the tricky part about that is like to somebody just say like Kelly's father, who we know, who we know is genuine, so on and so forth. If he's selling a book or or his sermon or whatever, we we can we can trust that it's not for or even I even put it like like his his sermon isn't to sell the stuff. Right. You feel what I'm saying? It, the sermon is the sermon, and then if you want to be able to you know, just say get more, you know, uh, words that are inspired from God from him and so on and so forth, then these are more available things that you can purchase, you can listen to later. Maybe this is a sermon that can help you get through whatever trial that you went through, so on and so forth. But there, there is strategy that happens in some churches where I'm going to sing my behind off, or I'm going to preach my behind off so I can get this merch off. And merch may not be a t-shirt or whatever. It may be CDs, DVDs, or whatever the case may be. Um, and so I, I think that's why people kind of just put a complete halt on it or whatever, because it can be tricky. Like you have to really use discernment to know, like, is this person actually, you know what I'm saying? Like doing something right. Or are they even just using their spiritual gift to get this bread? You feel what I'm saying? Like, and, and I mean, that, that can be tricky as well, but go ahead, Ter. Uh Actually uh, at my father's church, all growing up, um, Every sermon was recorded and every sermon was available for purchase after uh, uh, even to the point where uh, immediately after the service was over, uh, it was it was one of the deacons jobs to go in there with uh, they had a a multi tape Mm -hmm. recorder thing and Mm -hmm. just run off a bunch of copies Mm -hmm. because people would want to if they if it touched them and they wanted Mm -hmm. to take that sermon home with them. It was a reasonable, like, I think they only sold it for like five bucks. a piece. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I don't think there's any, and that went directly to the church. So obviously there's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I wouldn't think anybody would say that, but also I kind of wanted to tackle this. There's a whole, almost like I feel like a mysticism around the sanctuary, you know, like, Oh, you can't eat in here. You can't drink in here can't do this in here you can't do that in here mm. it, it's almost and it's only because we designated it that way mm. and i i had this conversation with somebody once and it, it wasn't my dad and it wasn't a pastor but they said well that's that's where god comes to be with you and i said no 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 where two or more are gathered mm. like you said don't bring your mcdonald's in here well what if i brought my people to the mcdonald's for a bible study is that now the sanctuary is that bad I don't think so. I, I, I think we give too much credit to the four walls and a roof. Uh, and I think that actually draw. I think that I think that draws a little bit of, of the actual praise away from God, because now you're putting it on the room. Well, I, I, I feel that. I, but I do think that it's because um, like my, my dad and some and, and some men, when we, when we were living in Atlanta, going to uh, New Beginning uh, in Atlanta, we, we were. I mean, they they used to have like a, a a breakfast every Saturday at Ryan's or Shoney's, whatever was you know popping back then. Um, and they, it, but it was the men's ministry, and they would they would have full blown conversations, you know, about God and stuff like that while having coffee, eggs, whatever. But they they went there for that. So I think the mindset behind it is 
it's less of a distraction because we're in a restaurant, but then having a conversation about God, as opposed to when you're in the sanctuary, for one, on just a logistic level, like McDonald's and stuff like that, you know, you, you, you can make your sanctuary filthy. You know what I'm saying? People spilling stuff and, you know, not, whatever. Like that, that could just be a hassle in itself. But even it's even it is a distraction if like I'm trying to be into praise and worship and I smell your fries. You know what right. I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I can't focus. Let me let me hit them fries. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so I don't I don't I don't think that it's necessary. Like, you 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 do kind of just say set boundaries once again. Like we talked about in our last episode, not to not necessarily to stop people from eating McDonald's, but you know, each McDonald's in the eating area. You well, know that's, like, that's a, that's an that's argument a, I can get behind is it's a distraction to other people. It's a distraction away from the sermon. I can totally get behind that. What I can't get behind is like, no, 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 no. This is the special room. This is where God lives. And I'm like, no, God's everywhere. You know, well, for sure. <laughs> but I also think it's, it's, to me, it's like any places. There's there's rules of everyone's house. So when you mm. go to some people's houses, you take off your shoes at the front door. Mm. You know, um, hate those people. You, huh? <laughs> I hate those people. <laughs> but but you know that in my house, there's no smoking. Mm. Um, you know, there's there's rules to everyone's house out of respect of who's 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 home it is. You know, mm. and mm. so in the sanctuary. Um, God included, but whatever the pastor has deemed, these are the rules of my house for whatever reason. To me, some that's those are the rules of of, of the house. Mm. For like I said, whether it's a distraction, whether they feel like it's disrespectful, you know, whether it's just etiquette, you know, for whatever it is, there there's rules to to people's houses. Mm. Um, I agree, but they can go too far with that. That's all I'm saying. And I I, and, and I can get behind the argument that it's like, look, this is our place and we made the rules and that's fine. I totally get that. But you've never been kicked out of, you know, children's church for wearing a hat. So hat. we know. Exactly. <laughs> we know. So, so <laughs> I'm saying that they can go too far to where, uh, you know, like, yeah, make it the way you want to. And if you want it to remain nice, like Rudy said, and not not make a mess, that's fine. But don't lose the sheep because you're trying to take care of the meadow. You know what I mean? And there's a way in, in which to shepherd the sheep. You know, mm. there's a way to redirect. There's a way to correct. There's a way to to move people in a way that isn't off-putting, that isn't disrespectful, that doesn't cause them to, to be lost. Right. I do agree with that. Um, you know, because there's some things, like you said, you don't like the people who say take off the shoes before, you know, you come. Don't in the invite house. me to dinner. I ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, right. But if it was your best friend or whatever, you know, all right, man, it's, it's Johnny's house. They're going to give me some socks. His wife going to make me do it. So I'm going to go. I got socks. I had a friend who not only could you not wear shoes in there, they provided you with some mm -hmm. clean socks. Clean socks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For you to walk around the house. Yeah. We ain't even going to let you go barefoot it or with your old dirty socks. We going right. to give you some socks. And that was just the rule of the house. You know, mm -hmm. it's not where I live. It's not where I'm going to be forever. I'm going to be here for a couple of hours to enjoy the fellowship and the entertainment with my friend. And mm -hmm. then I'm going to go to my space where I make it comfortable. You know, mm -hmm. so in the Lord's house, in whatever the pastor, the overseer has decided or the rules of his house, I'm going to respect that agree or disagree. I agree. Sometimes it goes too far. And then I can make a choice of not going um, mm -hmm. or not coming back. But mm -hmm. I, 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 
I I get it on one end. Right. And I think yeah. I I, I think oh go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Janice. I was just gonna say real quick, just to pick piggyback off of you in terms of like the food. Like I told y'all, my church used to give uh free dinners on Wednesday. Mm. That would be in the fellowship hall two hours before. And then we would transition to the sanctuary. Mm. And even now, most recently, and I think it's actually really cute. Um, my church has been doing after church, like for Father's Day, they did donuts for dad right after church. Mm. Outside as you're leaving, grab a Krispy Kreme donut. Mm. Um, this past week, they had popsicles. Um, mm. You know, so it's just it's not necessarily you can't we, we want to starve you. Mm. <laughs> but kind of what y'all are saying, these are the rules within the sanctuary. This is not something that we do. Mm. But we will definitely feed you because that's what mm. the Bible says, you know, mm. to, to shelter, feed, protect, help. So mm. it's just, you know, there's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. um, and like Kelly said, if you agree with it, great. Keep coming back. And if you don't, no one's telling you, you got to go to this specific church where they have these rules that you may not agree with. Mm. I noticed these rules never seem to apply to the old ladies with the hard candy in their purse. <laughs> you know? Oh, well, it's just hard candy. Yeah, and it's just a coffee, so leave me alone. You know? <laughs> and I know churches now, and I think I've talked about this before, um, one of the churches I used to go to out in Atlanta, you could purchase coffee, um, pastries, little sandwiches, or whatever, mm -hmm. and eat it in the sanctuary. I think yeah. you were to it. I was like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. right? I loved it. I loved it. They, I remember one time they had chicken and waffles. And again, it was distracting. Oh, that's my <laughs> chicken favorite. And waffles. Like a, a sandwich or like a like a or like you got a plate. It was a waffle <laughs> and a chicken. Oh, and my so God. Now I won't say most people didn't eat it, but right. you saw a few people in there with the plate on their lap in church. Oh my god. Oh, talk about a talk about a distraction. What's that oh, church? Because huh? if the Holy Spirit hits me. And that plate go up because my right, right, quick and real quick. It's, all, it's hard to clean up syrup. You're not even right. in. You're not even present. And and not that the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. can't hit you at any time. Right. But if you're sitting there eating some chicken and waffles, right. you're really not even present enough right. in, the, in the service. Well, then you're gonna get the itis. Like yeah. it's gonna yeah. be the whole thing. You're not even right. present enough. You right. know. And then another church that I go to, they give away coffee for free that you can take in. You know, to the service as well. Mm -hmm. And so there's people that. Have, Again, different rules in different houses. Mm. Um, you know, and for me, the chicken and waffles distracted me for a moment. I thought it was strange. And I, you know, I went on back to my thing and, and kept it moving. Now you did have to pay for the chicken and waffles, but um, sure. you know, and so and I went back and you know, I was like, fine, they weren't sitting directly next to me, they were sitting a few rows ahead of me. Mm. Um, you know, the coffee doesn't it doesn't bother me, you know, mm. and so it doesn't stop me from going. But mm -hmm. I can see someone else says, you know. That's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The yeah. last church and that I went know. to, the last place that my father preached uh, down in uh, South Florida, up in Palm Beach County, they would give you breakfast, you know, donuts, mm -hmm. muffins, whatever, coffee. And again, that, yeah, you want to take it in the sanctuary? Go right ahead. Go. Mm -hmm. They're just happy you're there. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. The issue for at least Baptist churches. I can't speak for all of them, but the ones that I know of, people will take off running in a second. Mm, right. Flips yeah. the coffee. Yeah. And we have carpet, you know, and it's purple carpet. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, now, it's not going to be a good thing. And when I say people run laps, Terry, I mean laps. Oh, like, no, I, nobody's, uh, who are you talking nobody's to? Nobody's looking. Oh, let me, let me step <laughs> no, I, I agree. Like, 
I grew it's, up it's a in, in a Pentecostal church. We, you know, we are the runners. We're the runners <laughs> and the dancers and the spinners and the, yeah. Um, but uh, on the other hand, like maybe it's on you. I first of all, I don't expect anybody to be eating all throughout the service. I mean, how much food did you bring? Like I said, they give you a Danish or a muffin and a cup of coffee. That's fine. That's going to be done before the the music's over. You know what I mean? Um, But at the same time, I also agree that like a plate of chicken and waffles might be taking it too far. You know, that's because that is something that is going to be a huge distraction and you're going to have to deal with all throughout the service, you know? Mm -hmm. And like I said, syrup is hard to get up off the floor. So Mm -hmm. I get, I get that there's a limit, but to be so stringent on everything, I just, I don't agree with that either. And I, but to the, to the, uh, to the point that you was making Terry a little bit earlier about the, about, I guess the going too far about the sanctuary. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm on the side of just say that the going too far, but I'm, I, that kind of questioning did make me kind of, I guess, even have this question about whether the the difference between the sanctuary or selling something in the lobby or whatever because even growing up like i i was always under the impression like when you you know at church regardless where you're at like you're on you know church grounds you know what i'm saying so even just say like you know for people who cuss or whatever like you know you wasn't trying to cuss in the parking lot or the sanctuary you know what i'm saying because you just was on Mm -hmm. church ground but if you but if you saw something in the parking lot and not in the sanctuary Oh, Terry almost died. But if you but if you sold something in the in the uh in the in the parking lot, but but not you know, but not in the sanctuary, then it's kind of okay. So I mean it, it's it seems like it's a really fine line. And once again, you know, maybe I need to dig deeper to see like how these temples were set up back then to see like why it was such a big deal. Like, because once again, it it would be it would be one thing if God was or Jesus was like, yo, y'all know y'all supposed to be doing that in the lobby or in the parking lot or in the whatever area but it it, it it just was like no don't do that here and so even even if even if you're in the educational building where you have sunday school or whether you wherever like to me i i could see how just say selling something can become even if it's not stopping service it can become a marketplace to some degree like if we set up we was like yo at the church well, everybody who got a little business, you can go out there and set up your little booth, you know what I'm saying, and do your thing or whatever. And once again, I don't I'm not saying that's wrong, but I I'm I can see how even that could be a thing, is what I'm getting at. Because even feeding people and saying where you have to eat, like I'm giving you free food from the church and saying, but you have to eat it here, that's one thing. But you know, selling something is selling something. And and even if it's for, a, a, you know, whether you're selling drugs or you're selling Bibles, you know, is it, is, is it, is, I guess I just was always curious and I'm not saying y'all have the answer, but I guess my question was, is it the church grounds the same way, you know, I looked at, looked at everything else, whether I'm in the parking lot or a sanctuary, or is it the actual sanctuary? Is it depending on what's going on? Is it depending on what I'm selling and, and what I'm using the money for? Uh, like, is it determined on all those things, or is it just a complete like, nah, don't do that here. Like, if you if you got CDs, put them in the store, or if you got you know food, put it in a restaurant or something like that, and and figure it out from there. Or can you 
to Kelly's point, you know, you, you know, the, the, or is the church obligated to support these members who have these businesses and stuff, which I feel like is okay. I don't, I'm not arguing that point, but I, I just based off of this, this Bible, I mean, this, this, this uh, scripture in the Bible, I guess it's just not enough context on the surface level for me to see like, was Jesus mad at them? Cause they were doing something. Cause he even said like, he, he, he was flipping out on the, the sellers and the buyers, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even just people who were selling. It was the people who was also purchasing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to figure out like, what was his beef? You know what I'm saying? Like, what but was it, the whole thing? But it sounded like, and Janessa, correct me if I'm wrong, that they were overcharging people. Um, they were being dishonest with their sales. Right. Yeah. They were being dishonest. But does it, but does it actually say that though? Yeah. Well, a den of thieves. You're, And I also looked in the commentary. Uh, mm. So there might be more to it. Um, and then, of course, you know, like the translation between English and Hebrew. And right, right, right. Like that. So when I was looking at the commentary, that's what it said. Um, dang, I clicked out of it. Because I had even thought about that. Like, even when he's saying den of thieves or den of robbers, like, is, are you metaphorically saying something, Jesus? Like, yo, since y'all y'all supposed to be here worshiping, but you just worry about your own pockets. And so that's robbery. Just like, you know, a man can a man rob God, you know, through his tithes and offerings. Like, is it a is it a metaphorical thing? Or are you actually saying like, yo, not only y'all selling in the church, but y'all playing people. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I guess that's where my uh, digging deeper has to happen. It says, in the commentary I'm reading right now, mm -hmm. it says, exchanging currents and we're ripping off those trading, ripping off those trading and purchasing, thus the den of robbers statement by Jesus. Hmm. So I guess if you're ripping off traders, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Right, right, right. I wonder yeah. was there ever other an, another instance where people actually sold things in the Bible and it and it was okay and it wasn't. I, I wonder. I'm I'm saying not that you have the answer, but I'm I'm gonna actually look into that to see. I'm not sure. Uh, I was just thinking about in today's terms. Now you know, of course, I understand. Back in the day, they didn't have the internet, mm -hmm. but um, would it be appropriate for churches, you know, on their church website to have community marketplace mm -hmm. and promote? all the businesses, the mm -hmm. fundraisers, whatever, and just mm -hmm. direct your, if you would like to support, you know, members within the community with their businesses, fundraisers, go mm -hmm. check them out on the church website. And then that would, you know, take off to, to a certain extent, if, you know, depending on how technical you want to get <laughs> on the church grounds mm -hmm. per se. Mm -hmm. But that's just because, you know, this is the day and age we live in with technology and internet. Mm. So that might be something churches may consider as well. I like that because I feel like even if it's something like, again, a resource, mm. um, we have a member in the church that does insurance. We have mm -hmm. a member in the church that has a private school. We have a member in the church mm. that does tutoring or mentoring services. We have, a, you know, like mm. those things that helps you with housing. We got, mm. you know, like all of those things that I feel like, you you may come to the church for mm. um and yes these may be things the tutoring the insurance all of that there's a cost that comes along with that um but i feel like the church can be a place to give resources to to the members to other people and i know as a church we also we often have benevolent you know and mm. i don't even know if we've ever had that conversation before i think we have briefly you know about 
what is the church's obligation in in giving back mm. and how much and how mm. often and for what mm. purposes it you know or mm. whatever mm. um you know but we we had those obligations to do those things and i was also going to say even with the fundraising I don't think Berean has ever really done fundraising either, you know, to my knowledge. But I also get it when it's to serve a purpose. And that's why it asks about, um, you know, cost for trips, cost for ministry activities. Mm -hmm. um, because, right, all of those things cost. Like when we went on lockouts, mm -hmm. you know, we went to... I can't even remember those places. We went to go play laser tag. American Adventure, different little play. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. We did cards. We did the arcades. Mm -hmm. We did bowling. Mm -hmm. We did four or five, you know, six. Mm -hmm. I went with y'all one time. We didn't get back to about five o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Hey, right. They fed us because you get there at like seven and then you mm -hmm. don't leave again until 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. you know, teenagers, we hungry at seven. When we get mm -hmm. there, we want a little midnight pizza. And then you serve me breakfast before I leave. Like all of that cost, you mm -hmm. know, and I do think that it's important for the church to provide the spaces for youth, young adults, married mm -hmm. singles, you know, to have these opportunities. But I also don't think that the church can absorb all of those costs. Mm -hmm. And so if they want to supplement with a fundraiser, you know, mm -hmm. I think that that's okay too. Um, so that people don't have to come out of their pocket. I know that there's something when I was at church for Father's Day that they're doing I can't remember what it was, something for the youth or whatever. And it was like $30. Mm. And, you know, and my dad was asking other people, hey, if you don't have kids and you want to donate $30 to do a scholarship for someone. Right, you right. Know, but you can do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fine. Um, but I also feel like if they wanted to do a fish fry, do a fish fry. They don't, you know, if it's going to the fish fry money is going to the youth going to, you know, because we used to go to conferences locally, but we also used to go to Maryland and mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff in mm -hmm. conferences to New Orleans, mm -hmm. all of that mm -hmm. to conferences too, which mm -hmm. costs. And like mm -hmm. Vanessa said earlier, when parents have two, three, four kids, you know, in the cost of the hotel, the cost mm -hmm. for the transportation, cost for the food, cost for the conference, mm -hmm. all of that adds up that it is tough and difficult to ask families to produce that. But we mm -hmm. don't want to not be able to or adults not to be able to participate either. So mm -hmm. if churches find supplemental ways to get money through fundraisers, I don't have no issue with that. Either. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was going to just say quickly, I know. Um, I didn't know about this growing up, but I know about it now that a lot of churches also uh, partner with other like nonprofits or mm -hmm. other just organizations. And that's how a lot of stuff is sometimes supplemented, um, even if it's not financially like, oh, y'all having a cookout. Well, my organization will donate the pizza. We'll right. donate the drinks. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, y'all need y'all having a back to school bash. My mm -hmm. organization will donate some book bags right so it's not always on the church or the the church members mm -hmm. so you know there are definitely um various ways to kind of take care of the, the the needs of the church um all all around yeah no i agree like i said i i, I think for me I'm, I'm on the same page as y'all like to me i don't necessarily see anything wrong especially if you're doing it for the right reasons um but I just I do got a few more questions for the Lord, you know. I just need I just need to know what's popping, you know what I'm saying? Like what's have a little talk with Jesus, you know what I'm saying? Tell them all about them all about your trouble. He will stand by your side. Okay, anyway. All right. Janessa, do you have something for us? You want to just get out of here? I told you I had nothing for y'all this week. All right. He says.
I'm telling you. Um, well, yeah, well, we appreciate you guys for listening to us. Shout out Terry Wayne. Uh, he's out of here, so he ain't gonna better give y'all his Instagram. Uh, but we'll give it for him because his phone died. But Kelly Lee, tell him where we cannot find you at Princess Kells 51. Still private, still private. What is the what does the 51 mean? I think I asked you that before. My line number. Jesus, how many of y'all was it? 62. I'm oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> a bunch. Uh, you can find me at jrihanna double underscore. We have fun over there. And at Terry Wayne Comedy, you can follow him on his comedy on his comedic journey. Uh, and as well as uh, he has a book on Amazon.com entitled Unclaimed Ashes. Please support my boy. We're not selling it at church. We're selling it here. So we should be all right. All right. Um, well, once again, thank you guys for listening. As always, watching as always. Please like, comment, subscribe, especially on the, the audio sites, the Apple, the Spotify's. Um, it really helps our podcast. When you leave comments, you leave five-star reviews. Um, so please do that on the audio specifically. Um because I'm learning more and more through this podcast game. The audio is where the money's at. Uh, it ain't it ain't it ain't the video. The video helps, but the, the, the companies are paying for the, the audio. So uh help us out on that side. We really appreciate you. And until next time, we are the worst ones. We out. Oh, hey. Hey. Top of the world.